stopped, put my stuff down, put my pants on, put a sweatshirt on. And so I'd imagine 10, 15 minutes had gone by. Um, I literally turned the street and heard a loud explosion. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and today we're talking with Lisa Dente, who is running the Boston Marathon on April 17th as a member of Rebecca's Angels charity team. Her goal is to raise $7,000, and we hope we can help her out. Rebecca's Angels Foundation was founded by Rebecca Gregory, a Boston Marathon bombing survivor. Her foundation was created when she struggled to find mental health resources and treatment for her son after experiencing the tragic event on April 15th, 2013. This will be the first time Lisa returns to the Boston Marathon since that day, the last time she ran it. All of the links we have for Lisa's campaign are in our show notes, or simply search Rebecca's Angels for more information. As always, thank you to our sponsors, Kitchen Magic, Michael Bernadine with Remax Real Estate, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, made possible in the Lehigh Valley, the Wind Creek Event Center, and our friends at WXPN. Um, and uh, yeah, let, let's get into it and try to help Lisa get even more money for her campaign. And we're looking forward to her running the 127th Boston Marathon. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Lisa. Welcome on the podcast. It's it's great to have you. Thanks so much for having me. Um, we were talking before this, like going over, these are the questions we'll ask. And we find out we like know a lot of the same people. Uh, we won't get into, into details, but we know a lot of people from like college and stuff. So it kind of shows you how the Lehigh Valley with a million people or, or many as it has, how it's still a small, a small neighborhood. So yeah, definitely. So, so we're here today to talk about Rebecca's Angels yes. um, and also the upcoming Boston Marathon. And before we get into the uh, the fundraiser, the, um, the nonprofit, and if you see the QR code in the top here on that side, you can um, click it at any time and, and get more information on it. But I want to learn a little bit more about you, Lisa. So can you give us you know, a description or tell us uh, what you're all about? I know you're a teacher in Bangor, but can you give yes. us kind of your truncated life story of how you got sure to this? Sure thing. Moment? Yeah, so I'm a lifelong Lehigh Valley resident. I was at you know, uh, Bethlehem Mary School District always says built by Bethlehem. I was built by Bethlehem. Um, I went graduated from Liberty High School in 1999. Um, and I have two children, uh, ages 14 and 11, Joey and Emma, and we live in Nazareth currently. Um, I live there with my husband, who actually went to college in Bethlehem as well. Um, and we just um, found so it out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I've, I've lived in the Lehigh Valley my whole life. Um, I went to college out in Western PA and then moved back and ended up getting a job in Bangor right out of college. Um, so I'm in my 19th year of teaching, um, even though I know I don't look that old. <laughs> you, definitely, um, you definitely don't. And 19 is a long time. I mean, yeah. we're the same age, so I'm not, you know. Uh, but no, yep. it's, it's great that you've been doing it for so long. Yes, 19 years, same district. Um, I'm at 5-6 level for 15 years, and then I've been at the K-2 level for the last um for, well, this is my fifth year there um, as a reading specialist. Um, and I'm also back at Lehigh um, for my admin certification um, currently. So I have a lot going on um, and I just always keep him busy. <laughs> so were, have you always been a runner? Have you always run marathons or what has your running career been like? Are you a <laughs> high school runner? Or the... No. So um, 
funny story, um, which is kind of what makes my story, I think, a little bit more unique, um, is that I loved field hockey. In middle mm-hmm. school, I played field hockey, uh, played freshman year at Liberty. Um, they took everyone, so it wasn't like there were cuts. Um, but I wouldn't, I don't think anyone described me as athletic. Um, and so sophomore year of, of uh, field hockey came. Um, I, there was a new coach and um, we had to do a two mile timed run and I couldn't complete it without stopping to walk. And I was cut from the team and I was oh, devastated, geez. like devastated. Um, and so I had always played tennis just for fun with my neighbor. And so um, I was like, well, I guess I'll try tennis. But um, to say getting cut from the field hockey team was traumatic, I, I think is an understatement. Um, you could probably ask my mom. She was so upset because I was just crushed. Um, but I went out for the tennis team. I ended up playing uh, division two tennis in college, which is kind of crazy because whoever would have thought, but I started running in college for fun with one of my teammates. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my sister was like, Hey, let's do this 5k in Philly. It was for breast cancer on mother's day. I'm like, okay, this sounds like fun. So, and it was, it was a blast. And I was hooked from that moment. And I just started looking for 5ks everywhere um, and just started running for fun. Um, I started doing half marathons and then I had my son and my friend was like, Hey, let's sign up for another half. And I was like, I think I'm going to do the full and I signed up for the full and started training. And my second marathon in 2012, I qualified for Boston. I mm-hmm. woke up that morning, figured out the math and was like, I think I could, I think I could qualify. I didn't say a word to anybody, but I was just like, I think I could do this. And sure enough, I did it by like two and a half minutes. And for um, those who aren't aware, <laughs> qualifying for Boston, you know, if you're not going to the Olympics, if you're not in college, qualifying for Boston is kind of the, the pinnacle, right, of, of amateur running. If that, if you're a marathoner, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a, it's an accomplishment in and of itself to, to be able to run there. But two minutes, not shabby. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I had to be under 335, and I think it was like 332, 31, or something like that. Um, so of course I was like, I'm signing up, like I'm going to Boston. Mm -hmm. And, um, so my whole family was like, well, we're all going to Boston. And, um, I ended up just like going crazy training and Mm -hmm. had a pelvic stress reaction. So got pretty hurt, um, leading up to Boston and ended up in physical therapy. And they told me, you know, maybe you could just, you know, run it another year. You could qualify again. Like, we don't know if this is realistic. And I was like, no, I have to go this year. It has to be this year. Um, and so I kind of like just did everything I could. I biked. I did everything that I could do that wasn't pounding and running. To and let yourself I, heal up. Right. Yep. And I ended up, I ended up there and wasn't in the best condition as I'd hoped, but um, I was still, you know, still fine. Um, but there were lots of times that I wanted to stop on that course on that day. And, um, something kept me moving because had I slowed, had I stopped, um, I only finished about 20 minutes prior to the bombs going off. So had I stopped Mm -hmm. like I wanted to, I definitely would have landed myself in that time frame. Um, so there's only something, somebody watching over me that day. And, and, of course, as much as you're comfortable talking about, for you know, I'm sure everyone's familiar um, with the Boston Marathon bombing and all the events that occurred after that. And of course, we're going to be talking more about you know some people who are, are continuing to this day to be affected uh, by that. 
Um, you know, what was your experience? I'm sure you, you finish, you're elated, you're exhausted. And then you said about 20 minutes later, yeah. you know, is it, is it just, do you not know what's going on or you just, what, how was that? Can you describe that? Yeah. So I finished, um, a couple of things strange happened that day. So, um, my, I had gotten a text message that my mom was going to stay back at the hotel with my two-year-old daughter because she woke up vomiting. Um, and I was like, are you kidding me? She's going to miss, right. she's going to miss me mm -hmm. finish. Like, I can't believe this. Like I was so upset, so bummed. And then um, a little bit while later, I got a text from my husband saying that they were going to be around mile 25 to like cheer me on. And I was like, why wouldn't they go to the finish line? Like, they're not going to see right. me finish. I was so, I was like selfishly annoyed. And um, there's a reason for everything. Um, mm -hmm. So I finished, I got a text message from my good friend back home. And um, he's like, we're so proud of you. Great job. Like we've been cheering you on all day. Cause I guess. Um, back home at school, I taught in the five, six building. So they had been announcing, they had been tracking me and announcing to the school where I was at on the course. And so they announced I finished and they were all getting word as dismissal was happening, that there were bombs going off. So it was just mm -hmm. very chaotic for everybody back home. Um, but they knew more than we did. So when I finished, I walked about, I don't even know how far it was. There you have like a big area where they have school buses where you collect your things, so I walked forward, collected my things, walked back right towards the finish line. And um, I looked up at the, um, I don't know if they were, I guess directors, I don't know. And I said, which way do I go to the family meeting area? And they were like, you want to turn and go on the next street. And mm -hmm. so I was like, man, I'm freezing. Because when you stop, all of a sudden, you, your body really gets cold. Right. So I stopped, put my stuff down, put my pants on, put a sweatshirt on. And so I'd imagine... 10, 15 minutes had gone by. Um, I literally turned the street and heard a loud explosion. Um, but there was a huge building on the side of me. So I didn't see anything. And at that point, I just looked up to the sky and I was like, is that thunder? Like, what is that? You're, you're in a city. I mean, yeah, it was it car was, backfiring. Right. Yeah, it was loud. But I was just like, what was that? And then I walked a little bit further and they have it all alphabetized. So I looked up, I'm trying to find D and then another explosion. I'm like, what is that? And I look and there's my family right away. Um, and I was mm -hmm. like, my husband's oh my like, we got to get out of here. I, something's yeah. eerie. I don't know what's going on. Um, and then like immediately, like just people running everywhere, screaming, crying, sirens. Um, but we still had no idea what happened. It was the most bizarre thing to be that close, but not know what was going on. Um, mm -hmm. And then finally you hear people screaming and explaining like what's going on. And we're like, I'm like, I was just there. What, like, how could that be happening? Right. Um, and my dad, who is like calm, cool and collected all the time, the voice of reason, he's like, I can't, I can't get a call out to your mother. I can't get in touch with her because all the cell service went down. Um, so we literally had no way to like get in touch with people. But for some, my husband was able to get, we are okay out on Facebook. Um, and so that was how my mom knew we were okay. like, it was the only way. And I don't know how it went through, but that was, that was right. how we were able to communicate. Um, so it was, it was wild because we were supposed to take the subway um, to get back to the airport, to get the airport shuttle back to our hotel and everything was shut down. So here I am, mm -hmm. I just ran this marathon. We've got four year olds with us. My sister had all her kids. Um, you're exhausted. <laughs> like you literally was, just ran a marathon. Right? Yeah. And they were like, 
we had to walk and just try to get as far away from that area as we could and try to find a way Mm -hmm. out of the city. And, um, eventually, um, a bus just pulled over and we're like, just get on, just get on, everybody get on. And I always relate it back to the movie speed when they're all on the bus and everybody's just staring Mm -hmm. forward. And that's, it was just so, so out of body experience. Um, it wasn't until like late that night that I saw on the camera on the TV, what had happened. And I, it just, it was very, very difficult to like, especially cause you were literally just there, yeah. you know? So like to see that. Yeah. And I, I mean, like a lot of it, you go through a lot of emotion thinking like mm-hmm. feeling guilty for feeling like it affected you so much when you weren't physically injured, you didn't, I did not see the aftermath that we were shielded. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was amazing how protected we were, um, but it it affects you um, forever, you know. And, and to this day, because we why we are talking today is because of Rebecca's angels. I'm not gonna for people who are watching. I'm gonna bring this up. Um, but can you give us a little bit of um, the story of Rebecca Gregory's story? Yeah. She was she was um, you know injured, her and her son during this time. So. If you want to tell a little bit about this and then how maybe you got involved with this organization. Sure. Yeah. I, um, Rebecca Gregory was um, in Boston for the first time ever in her life that weekend. Um, she was there to celebrate her 26th birthday, actually. And um, she was there with her son and they decided, hey, let's go see the Boston Marathon. Like, this is what you do when you come to Boston on Marathon Weekend. And um, they were three feet from the bombs um, when the bombs Jeez. exploded. And um, somehow she ended up pretty much like on top of her five-year-old son and shielded him. Um, And he was, you know, he was protected physically, um, but she has endured, I believe it's 76 surgeries to this date. Um, She just had another one um, in the recent months. Um, And so her dream was to run the marathon on the 10th anniversary of the bombing, which is this April. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Uh, well, just to tell you a little bit more about Rebecca. So um, she began this charity because she found that there were resources for adults who were going through post-traumatic stress disorder, but there weren't a lot of resources for young children. So they had a hard time finding services for her son, Noah, um, to help mm-hmm. him through because he, um, when I first met her recently, um, as a part of this team, um, she described what she saw on the street and what he saw on the street and, you know, body parts and, um, remembering someone tying a tourniquet around her and, you know, um, everything that they saw and went through, um, they needed help and her family needed help, um, afterwards. And so she decided five years ago to start this charity, Rebecca's Angels, um, which provides mental health services for people Um, overcoming or enduring um, traumatic events. So any kind of traumatic event, um, but specifically geared towards um, children as well. Um, So they developed a team of people to provide services um, all over the country. So they explained that, you know, even though they're based in Florida, they will fly either people to them or fly support to um, people that need it. Um, So it's a fairly new charity. Um, but obviously very, um, very necessary being a teacher in a school. I see children that suffer from trauma all the sure. time. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be bombs going off to be traumatic. 
And right. um, even if it doesn't seem like it would be traumatic to us, it it's all in how people perceive what has happened to them. Um, so we know mental health in this world right now is is a crisis in itself. And so being able to provide support for people is huge. And I, I think beyond even the sponsorship, the monetary donations, the awareness as well yes, to say exactly. that it's okay to seek out help. And in fact, it's important then to maybe seek out help for those like a, a child who might not be even asking for that help, that they, they don't know that they need it. Right. Um, but just to, to, to acknowledge that and to understand that they do, um, I think it's something important as well. And so that leads us to your, your coming. Uh, you said it's the 10th anniversary. Yep. And one of the things, as I was scrolling through here too, um, on her website, it says, you know, turning obstacles in, into opportunities. Um, has, is this your first time that you are heading back to uh, Boston since then? Have you, yes. how has your 10 years, <laughs> your, yours been in between then? Yeah. So I mean, clearly you've kept running. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried to um, requalify multiple times um, with a lot of failure. Um, but a lot of learning along the way. Um, I would say I beat my body up pretty good. Um, I came within like maybe 10, 12 minutes a couple times. Oh, so uh, which is, you know, when you get to like mile <laughs> 20 that you're off and you're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. Like there's no making up time at mile 20. Not, not for someone like me anyway. So like, you know, you get to mile 20 and you're like, I know I'm not going to do it. Like just enjoy these last 6.2 <laughs> miles. <laughs> enjoy or get through. So, um, right. so actually I run, gosh, I think it's a, 11 maybe 10 full marathons at total boston was mm -hmm. my third and then um i've done two ultras since um so i have a friend oh, so which like a 50 or a 100 like how ultra? Yeah, so we've done it's called a looper so you do as many loops as you can in a certain okay. amount of time so ours was a 3.75 mile loop um as many times as you can in the first one was eight hours and the second was 12 so the most i've done in one Damn. shot is 48 um but, Wait, forty-eight uh, miles, uh -huh. which is like, I, and I'm, I'm a guy. I, run, I ran today. I'm not trying to say, you know, it still blows my mind. Because back in the day, there would be people like you run for fun, you know, <laughs> even when you're training competitively and you're on a college team. But even for me, as someone who has enjoyed running a long distance here and there, forty-eight miles was is that nonstop? I mean, minus yeah. maybe a bathroom well, break in there, or right, exactly, right, yeah, yeah. So, like. The looper is the best if you ever want to like see how far you can go. It's the best format because once you start another loop, you're out there. So you, you're going to finish it no matter what. But um, it's I'm hoping actually that those experiences help me with this one because I'm um, mm -hmm. definitely not fast anymore. Um, those days were short lived um, in my younger they're, years. Those but... days are they're short in general, right? <laughs> the fact you're fast for a very short period of time and then, you know, you can be able to do 48 milers. It's incredible. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's just fun to like set that goal and challenge um, and to have somebody to do it with. I have a friend who does crazier things mm -hmm. than that. And so she kind of talked me into it. My husband thinks it's absolutely insane um, <laughs> and wants no part of it. Um, but it's, it's just, it's fun. So I'm hoping that that will help me with a different mindset going into this. But um, the way I got selected to be on the team um, okay. Rebecca meant to, her goal was to run this race, um, at the 10th anniversary and she just had another surgery. And so it was crushing for her because 
Um, she can't even use her prosthetic leg right now. So she's in a wheelchair um, until she heals. Um, she just had okay. so much shrapnel and, you know, whatever other crazy mm -hmm. things they put in those bombs um, just destroyed her leg. Um, so she is unable to run. And so she kind of made this Facebook post one day, I would say it was right after the holidays and said, I can't run it. You know, I'm looking to form the best team. We still have a spot available. Um, send me your story. And I was like, I'm going to send my story. And my husband was like, that's insane. Like, you know, you have to fundraise. And I'm like, I know, but this is like, it's the 10th anniversary. Like I've been dying to go back. And this just seems like the perfect way. Like it's not about me. It's about the charity. So I sent my story and found out like a day or two later that she picked me wow. and um, I cried a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It was really emotional to be picked and just to be like, have that realization that I'm going to go back. Um, right. I think that some of my family was a little bit nervous and skeptical when I told them. I, I mean, I can understand, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but, and then my husband was a little nervous. He's like, I don't know if you mm -hmm. can raise $7,000 and I'm already like at, I'm, I think I'm at 80% um, of the way. Are you? Which is outstanding. Yeah. Um, a lot happened over the weekend. Um, That's great. <laughs> but, you know, if I hit the seven, I'm just going to go for 10 and um, raise as much money as I can for this. I think the 7,000 is just like a guideline. Let's get to <laughs> yeah. that and, and then go. Yeah. Um, and that, so- for your that's a straight sponsorship you're just you're collecting yep. um sponsorships before the race and you know that's it and, and then those go directly to uh rebecca's angels foundation correct yep 100 percent right. goes to her yep which is going to all that wonderful stuff that you described and we're going to talk about for people who are, are lit if you're watching you can click that qr code up there for people who are listening uh we have your link in our show notes um and if you go to ldwithlove.com, you can find that. No problem. We'll make sure it's very visible and at the top. Um, and I think, can you also go to the Rebecca's Angels website if you just want to donate in general? Yep, definitely. Uh, there's yes. a donate button up there as well. So yes. did you, you attempted to qualify a couple other times, you said. So did this, you just happened to qualify in the 10th anniversary of, is no, that kind of so how when it you worked? Run or? Yeah, great question. So when you run for charity, you do not need a qualifying time. Okay. So um, it's kind of, I always swore I would never do that. Like, I always feel like I'm kind of like cheating myself because I didn't make the time. Um, but I, that's I why- It seems like a gift. It, it is. And that's why they you have know. like a strict um, guideline with the fundraising. So mm -hmm. our team's goal is $100,000. Um, and so there's 10 of us on the team. Um, individually that we all have a goal to raise 7,000. Um, but if you go to, if you actually click on my link, you can actually click on the Rebecca's angels Boston marathon team and they, you can see all of my teammates and you can hear, um, not here. You can read each of their stories. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet my team. I think like two weeks ago on zoom and everyone has a story. So there's other people that were there that day with me, one finished, one didn't. Um, some have been, never been back since that day. So some of us are in the same boat of what's, you know, overcoming kind of that fear of being there and um, crossing up the finish line again. Um, and then mm -hmm. we have a first responder on our team um, who sees traumatic things all the time. And he felt like this was the perfect fit for him. 
Um, Rebecca's husband is running. He is not a distance runner, not a runner, and he um, is running this for his wife. So um, I'll get to well, when he finishes, he will be. That's right. <laughs> so you, there's everybody's story is on that site, um, which is kind of cool. So, well, we will be donating, and um, it's huh, it's just amazing how much you know you're able to put yourself aside and really like, this is for other people, even though it's for you, you're running it. I mean, you still have to run the marathon, but to, to really, you know, to make this more than about you and more than about just running a race is amazing. And I think that's what you said in the beginning, you know, um, like just being able to find something good out of what happened that day, which affected so many people. Um, and it's amazing. It's wonderful that she created this foundation and, we're so happy that you, you, you reached out to them and you're doing it and you're going to make the Lehigh Valley proud. So I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky um, to have this. Um, you know, my husband told me, this is your dream. This is, mm -hmm. this is what you've wanted for the last 10 years is to go back there and face the finish line. Um, and it is for a bigger purpose this time. But I think sure. a lot of times that's why these things happen is to kind of, you know, put things into perspective for everybody and to kind of make you live your life a little differently. Um, some of the work I do through teaching and education, um, I train other schools in the summer and I always say, you know, you don't need to wait for tragedy to live your life differently. Um, but oftentimes we do, we wait for, you know, a diagnosis comes or a tragic event happens, someone dies and it changes how we look at life and live our life. But we don't, we don't need to wait for something like that to happen. We can start living our life differently right now. So, um, that's kind of been my goal is to kind of make people realize that don't wait for that big event to happen. Um, start living your life the way you want to live it now and make a difference. So, so that's what I hope well, you're doing. I'm so glad we connected. I'm so glad I got your email. This is really fantastic. We wish you the best. Um, anybody who needs information is in our show notes or again, lvwithlove.com. We'll, we'll have it at the top. Lisa, it's a, been a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you. And I'm, I, I love how too, the Leah Valley is such a small world that we, yeah, you know, I'm gonna text people like I didn't know you knew her. Um, That's funny. I George, love thank it. Thank you and so much for having me. Yeah, I, it's this is amazing. My first podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> no, perfect. Well, best of luck. Um, again, Rebecca's Angels. Please make sure you, you check them out. Google them. Hit our show notes for all the specific links. And Lisa, best of luck. You can just finish that marathon and just loop back around and do another. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> you so much. Great. So, hey, Thanks. have a wonderful time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day.